Well, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by. Really means a lot to have you on board. You're at the Five Forks. I'm your host. My name is Barry. Here at the Five Forks, we discuss topics of interest for the newly retired, those about to retire, and some topics for those that might have been retired for some time. I hope that these things that we discuss will be informative and entertaining, and I hope you check in each week to see what's new. So come along for the ride. Let's get started. Here's today's episode. Super agers. First time I ever heard that term, super ager, was in an article uh, in the November 23 AARP bulletin. Now, I initially thought that they were just using a catchy phrase to describe people who have lived to some age milestone. But that's not really what a superager is. There's a lot more to it. There really is a category of older humans that are classified as superagers. The AARP article defined a superager uh, this way. Someone over 80 with an exceptional memory, one at least as good as a person 20 to 30 years younger. I was fascinated by that and the whole concept of a superager, and I decided to look into it a little bit further, and I found out that there's quite a few studies, either past or some that are currently ongoing, that have been designed to determine how this happens and are there commonalities among those within the classification of a superager. The cognitive abilities of the superagers turns out to be a little bit more than just a good memory. There's more involved. So today I want to take a look at some of those common traits that superagers possess. Is it possible that we might could turn ourselves into a superager? And are there negative impacts to living deep into our 80s, 90s, or beyond, maybe even uh, over 100? Now, before I get started, I just wanted to say thank you for being on board with us today, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what we have to say. It really means a lot, and we appreciate it. So let's get started. Although the AARP used the age of 80 as a marker, Superager is a term used to universally describe individuals who maintain exceptional cognitive abilities well into really older uh, old age. These individuals all demonstrate a remarkable ability to remember things and hold on to their mental sharpness, comparable to people who are much younger. And superagers often have better memory and cognitive function, cognitive function than their peers of the same uh, age group. So as you can imagine, this group of elderly are of great interest to researchers, those that are studying aging and neurology, to better understand the factors that contribute to healthy brain aging. The article went on to point out that 73 million boomers, that's us, are reaching the age of 80 and by studying this group of superagers, there may be keys to pushing back or helping to prevent dementia and Alzheimer's. So, what attributes do superagers really have in common? And there's quite a few examples and testimonies from elderly people who are still being very artistic, they're working technical jobs, and continuing to contribute to 
society that you know, they're, they're working deep into their 90s and beyond. And superagers do tend to have some common attributes that contribute to their cognitive abilities. The first one is most likely genetics. Um, it's possible from the research that's being done that some individuals may have a genetic predisposition to better brain health and resilience, which can contribute to being a superager. But all the studies in this field are still relatively new, and there's just not enough evidence yet to say that you must have the right genes or you're never going to be a superager. As of today, we just don't know. But there are lifestyle factors that uh, superagers often have in common, and one of those is a very healthy lifestyle. It includes regular exercise, a balanced diet, and sufficient sleep. All of these factors can support brain health and reduce the risk of cognitive decline. You know, regular physical exercise, such as walking, swimming, yoga, um, they don't only benefit the body, but it also promotes brain health increases blood flow to the brain and reduces the risk of disease that affect cognition and stimulates the release of chemicals that support brain function. A healthy diet. Superagers often follow a very nutritious diet that includes fruits and vegetables, whole grains and lean proteins and healthy fats. And again, a balanced diet provides the essential nutrients that support brain health. Getting sufficient sleep. And quality of sleep is crucial for cognitive health. And superagers all seem to prioritize their sleep and they ensure that they get the appropriate amount of restful sleep each night. Sleep helps us, you know, when we're... Uh, <clears throat> We, it helps us consolidate memories and it supports brain function and it just rejuvenates us. Another trait that they seem to have in common is mental stimulation. Superagers tend to engage in activities that challenge their minds. Things such as brain training games and puzzles uh, that, you know, is, uh, the things that come to mind are crossword puzzles, uh, Sudoku, Sudoku. I don't do that, but I understand what it is. I just can't pronounce it. Jigsaw puzzles, chess, uh, memory games of different types. So all of these help improve cognitive abilities and your memory and help with problem-solving skills. Another thing um, that improves your mental stimulation is reading books and newspapers, uh, engaging in intellectual discussions. Uh, all of this stimulates critical thinking. It spans your knowledge and keeps your brain active. And superagers actively engage in new skills, learning new skills or hobbies. And um, this can include taking up a musical instrument, learning a new language, painting, even joining a dance class. A lot of older people are doing that. Learning new things, you know, helps create new neural connections and pathways in the brain. It helps keep our minds sharp. Now, I won't necessarily call my mom 
a super ager, but she still lives alone. She's 89 years old. And uh, even though she's been afflicted by some very serious physical problems that have slowed her and have kept her from enjoying a lot of things she used to do, her mind is still sharp, just sharp as a tack. She reads every day. She uh, she goes to the, the mailbox, and uh, it's a little ways down the drive, and she still walks down there every day, and she gets her newspaper, and she'll read it from – Front to back, um, she still engages in uh, her personal Bible study and things of that nature. So she does keep her mind active. Very important. Another thing that um, helps is staying socially active, maintaining a very strong social connection, and has always been linked to better uh, cognitive, cognitive function. Um, super agers often have some pretty active social lives and they engage in regular interactions with friends. They have family, they are involved in their communities. And even though they're older, lots older, they often participate in a lot of group activities and they join clubs, they volunteer, they attend community events and just stay mentally stimulated. And another thing, you know, just talking to your friends, whether it's on the phone or over a cup of coffee, can really help keep you socially involved. A major factor that the superagers have in common is managing stress. And managing stress effectively is crucial for brain health. Superagers seem to have very good coping mechanisms, and they can handle stress in a positive way, which can protect you against cognitive decline. You know, chronic stress has negative impact on your cognitive abilities, your physical abilities, and superagers practice stress management. You know, meditation, deep breathing, engaging in activities that help you relax and unwind, all these strategy, strategies help you to uh, reduce stress levels and promote cognitive well-being. So they all possess these similar traits, and I think some of us could do some of the th same things. We can change our diet. We can... Um, get exercise, we can make sure that we're stimulating our brains, but can ordinary people become super agers? I'm not sure if that's possible. Now, it's important to remember that while all of these lifestyle factors that I've just discussed and the super agers have in common can support our healthy aging, uh, you know, the concept of becoming a super ager is still relatively new and more research is needed to fully understand the underlying mechanisms. But there's no question that we can all help ourselves to live our best life by incorporating these practices. Put them in your daily routine and, and it will make a difference. We can contribute to our overall well-being as we age, and it will just help us stay active longer. But I'm, I don't know if we'll become super-agers. Now, in some of the studies, there seems to be a little something extra the super-agers possess that maybe ordinary people don't, and that's a super-brain. 
Now, for most all of us, our memory peaks sometime around the ages of 30 to 40. And then it starts to decline in our 50s. And, you know, if you're past 50, you may have noticed that, yeah, um, I don't remember things as well as I used to. I know for me, that's certainly true. But superagers have shrink-resistant brains, and they maintain volume in the areas associated with memory and focus. And research tells us that superagers have supersized memory cells that are significantly larger than in their peers, which appears to fight against dementia and Alzheimer's. Superager brains also have the ability to facilitate a rapid communication across the brain that provides enhanced ability to navigate the outside world. So these factors seem to combine in a way that keeps the brains of superagers from declining with age. So if we were to be a superager, if we could somehow make ourselves into a, one of those people who could live into their late 80s, 90s, or 100s. Are there drawbacks to being a superager? You know, being a superager and living well past our 80s and beyond can certainly be a wonderful and a rich blessing. But as we age, there are some drawbacks and obstacles that we have to face, and that includes superagers. You know, being a superager is often associated with the attributes of uh, maintaining a youthful appearance and higher cognitive function as you age. But st still, superagers are going to face a few of these same potential drawbacks. You know, as we get older, we find ourselves sometimes surrounded by peers who have more health issues or cognitive decline than we do. And if you are a superager, you may find yourself um, with feelings of isolation, uh, isolation and, and difficulty finding relatable social connections among your peer group. You may have to seek people outside of your original peer group that will relate to your ability to remain cognitively um, active and and not have as much decline. It's going to be different for all of us. And when you witness the decline of loved ones or peers, it can be emotionally challenging. And, you know, the longevity of superagers may mean that they have to face losses more frequently. In many cases, superagers are going to outlive a spouse. They may outlive some children. And in most cases, Superagers are going to outlive their friends and other family members that they've had connections with their entire life. Financial considerations also. You know, living longer can place additional financial strain on individuals because if it didn't plan adequately for an extended lifespan, that longevity often comes with a financial burden. Some individuals may outlive their retirement savings or face some unexpected expense uh, related to their health. This is going to require some kind of long-term care. So planning and managing finances effectively 
could become a lots crucial, lots more crucial in, in your later years. And, you know, while superagers may have better overall health, they're not immune to illnesses and age-related conditions. They may still experience chronic health issues or age-related diseases, which are going to impact your quality of life. There's also some higher expectations when someone is a superager. There may be societal pressure. And expectations associated with being the superager leading to, you know, a sense of responsibility to maintain a certain level of physical and cognitive function as others look to you for some answers. And this could create some stress and some anxiety. However, um, the aging can sometimes result in a loss of independence and autonomy. It may require relying on others for daily tasks and transportation or decision-making, which can be a significant adjustment for some individuals. And that goes for all of us, and superagers are not immune. You know, physical um, affirmities, some diseases, things that strike us as we age will, will still be striking the superagers. Um, I, I think all these drawbacks... Uh, are not universal, and many seniors continue to live fulfilling and, and vibrant lives well into their 80s and 90s and beyond. And with proper care and support and a positive mindset, I think it's possible to navigate all these challenges and enjoy a ful fulfilling life in your later years. And I think all of us want to live as long as possible. But if you're like me, you know, the quality of life that we live as we age is as important as the longevity of life. And dementia and Alzheimer's can rob us of that quality. And these studies that are going on with the superagers might unlock some secrets that will help us keep our mental strengths and abilities longer and longer. And. You know, again, I, I mentioned my mom earlier, and she's 89, and my dad lived to 87, and he was he was quite physically active uh, all the way up until his last few months, and he continued to work in the yard. So he was a very strong man, but he still had his, uh, his cognitive uh, abilities about him. He, um, he really... Uh, enjoyed reading. That was one of his major things. He enjoyed reading. He enjoyed learning new things. And so, you know, um, was he a superager? I don't know. Is my mom a superager? I, you know, I still don't know. But she's doing quite well. You know, and my father, I think, uh, it, it, mentally he would have been fine many long years after he he actually died at 87 because he was so strong, but cancer got him. And, uh, you know, it could visit any one of us. So whether you're a superager or not, there's a possibility that physically you'll no longer be able to be as active as you wanted to be. But again, I think living a long life is a truly is a blessing and i hope that we all can can look look forward to that and hopefully we will all have a very long and 
prosperous life. And whether you're a super ager or just one of us ordinary people out here living our best life, live each day. Live each day to its absolute fullest. Take care of yourself and enjoy everything life has to give you as long as you possibly can. Take care of yourself. Enjoy. And I'll talk to you again soon. Well, that does it for today. Thanks again for stopping by, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave me a comment. Let me know how I'm doing. Like, subscribe, and follow so you'll know when a new episode is available. And share this with your friends. And if you like the content, you can always buy me a coffee. That link's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash at the five. Once again, you've been listening at the Five Forks, and until next time, when faced with a fork in the road, take it.